You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus taught us to pray with perseverance. Learn more about asking, seeking, and knocking in week 14 of our series, Redefined. Please turn to Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to read from verse 7 to 11. Okay, week 14 of Redefined series and uh, we're nearing the end of this series and we're trusting that somehow God is using this uh, to really renew our mind and teach us how to live as citizens of the kingdom because now that we are in Christ we have a new master we have a new Lord and we are part of a kingdom and so um, there is a different way to live verse 7 uh, I'm going to read them verse 7 to 11 ask and it will be given to you Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then who are evil, okay, this is not pertaining to you, to your sitmate. Uh, if, you, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? This is the word of the Lord for us today. We are going to talk about prayer and uh, there are at least two major reasons why we need to pray. Because before I became a Christian, I, I'm used to just doing things on my own. I don't necessarily pray when I need something. But now that we are Christians and believers and followers of Christ, how come that prayer uh, should be something that needs to be part of our daily life? And there are two major reasons why. One is because we all have needs. How many of you here, you have a need today? Okay, we all have needs. Rich or poor, single or married, young or old, we all have needs whether that's physical or material or spiritual, emotional, uh, we all have needs. And the good news is that God our Father desires to meet all our needs according to His riches and glory. So whatever need that we have, we have a Father, we have a God who is excited to meet that need. As a father, I tell that to my wife and to my children that I will do Whatever is needed in order for me to provide wealth for them. If I need to take two, three jobs, I will. Kung kailangan kong bumalik sa pag-aartista, anak, gagawin ko. Okay, sinasabi ko sa kanila yan. Hindi sila naniniwala. But uh, that, it's, it's an honor. It's the honor of the father to be a good provider to his family, to his children. And that's the same way with our God. It's an honor for him as our, as our God to be a good provider. Now, if you think about it, uh, God is omniscient. He already knows everything. The Bible says even before a word is on our mouth, He already knows what we're going to pray for. So why is He asking us to pray? He's asking us to pray not because uh, He is clueless of what we need. He's asking us to pray because He wants to accomplish so much more as we pray. And not just to meet the need that we have at the moment. Uh, he wants to accomplish something more in our lives. I like this uh, quote from a, 
uh, Danish uh, philosopher named uh, Soren. Uh, let me try to pronounce his name. Okay, Kierkegaard. <clears throat> and here's what he said. The function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. There's something that happens when we pour out our hearts to God and tell Him about our frustrations, our fears, our dreams, our desire. Something happens when we come to God and talk to Him about everything that we have in our heart. It's a declaration of dependence to Him. So we pray because we all have needs and God wants to, and desires to meet those needs. Second major reason why is because we need Him. Life without God is like music without notes. It's like math without numbers. It's like mommy without chopa. Or it, it, it's not, it's may kulang, okay? Life without God is meaningless. We pray not only because we have needs, but because we need Him. That's why we want God in our lives. We want to know Him. How many of you here, you want to know God better? I mean, I've been walking with God for many years. But still, there's a lot of things that God is revealing to me about Him. Every time I spend time in the Word, it's amazing how God can open new insights and revelations about Him and about me. It changes me. You know, I love doing my devotion every morning in coffee shops. And I I love imagining having coffee with God. You know, I, I would read my Bible and I will pray. It's like spending time with God. And if we want to have a relationship with God, communication is crucial. There is no relationship that will flourish and grow without healthy communication. And God primarily speaks to us through His Word, and we speak to God primarily through prayer. And it's amazing when we spend time with God, how God's revelation can, can change us, can open our eyes, and, and how we can encounter God wherever we are. And when we pray, something happens. So if, you, if, we, if we want to have a relationship with God, prayer is crucial for that to happen. Now, uh, that's why Jesus wants us to pray. He wants us to be a people of prayer. Not because He wants us to be religious. But there is something powerful about prayer. No wonder when the disciples saw Jesus praying, they said, one time they said, teach us how to pray. Teach us what you're doing. There's something about it that we want. And in the text we read today, there are three exhortations and promises from Jesus as we pray. Three exhortations and promises from Jesus as we pray. First one, he said, ask and it will be given to you. How many of you like the promise from God? Ask and it will be given to you. If you read the Bible, you'll discover that Jesus never rebuked anyone for having great faith. In fact, it was uh, the people who have little faith that God was so annoyed. He's saying, you have so little faith. It's like there's almost a tone of uh, insult right there. How can you ask me little when I'm a big God? And God never rebuked anyone for having great faith. In fact, there are two people that He commended in the Bible for showing great faith. One was a woman, a mother, who approached Him for the deliverance of her demon-possessed daughter. And she was rejected almost. Lumapit siya kay Lord, sabi niya, Lord, please help. 
I have a demon-possessed daughter. And, and God said, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Pero nag-persist pa rin siya. Sabi niya, you know, it's not right for me to, get, to give my, the bread for my children to the dogs. Parang grabe ka naman, Lord, ang sakit mo magsalita. But you know, there's something that's happening here. And, and the woman said, even dogs eat the crumbs that, that falls from the master's table. And because of that, Jesus said, amazing faith. And because of your faith, go, your daughter is delivered. And he commended this woman. He included this story in the Bible we read today. Another one is a centurion who approached Jesus for his sick servant and, and said, please, please heal my, my servant. And Jesus said, let's go to your house. And the centurion said, I don't deserve you to come to my house. Jesus, don't go. You don't have to walk. You don't need to go to my humble uh, place. Just say the word right here. And my servant will be healed. For I am a man who's also uh, in authority. I have soldiers under me. If I tell them to do something, they do it for me. I don't need to go. And you are a man of authority. You're a man of power and said, you just have to speak the word. And God said, I have never seen anyone with such great faith. And because of that, uh, here's what Jesus said in Matthew 8, uh, verse 13. Sorry, verse 13. And to the centurion, Jesus said, go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. How many of you here, you want to amaze God with your great faith? Nung gusto mo ma-amaze si Lord, grabe tong anak ko na to, iba humingi. Malupit. Childlike faith. You know, God wants you and I to have childlike faith. Nakaka-amaze yung mga bata, walang concept ng computation, ng planning. Pag may maisipan sila, they just ask. You know, my daughter asked me one time, sabi niya, Dad, Daddy, uh, for my birthday, this December, can I have a request? Oh, sure. Can I have my birthday in Korea? With my friends? Parang, wow! Grabe, childlike faith. Matindi ang faith ng anak ko sa akin. So you know what I'm teaching? I'm channeling that faith to God. Sabi ko, walang masama sa, pinag- sa inaas mo. Let's pray to God. Let's pray to Him. But, but you know, God wants us to have that childlike faith. You know why? Because sometimes we base our prayers on our ability to make things happen rather than God's ability to make the impossible possible. And so we measure our prayer. That's why many times we pray small prayers because we, we base it on the months that we have. We base it on the salary that we have. We base it on the skill that we have rather than the ability of God to do the impossible for us. You know, God honors audacious prayers because audacious prayers honor Him. The greatness of our prayers shows the greatness of our God. It shows how big, how great, and powerful our God is. Pag ang prayer lang natin, laging, Lord, give me a parking, parang parking attendant lang yung Lord natin. Pag ang prayer lang natin, lagi, Lord, thank you for our food, parang ang late naman ng Diyos natin. Can you believe God to send you to a nation and preach the gospel to people you've never met in your entire life? 
Can you believe God for a city? Can you believe God for, uh, for abundance and prosperities? Just so you will stop thinking just about the needs of your family and just think how you, you can fund the work of God. God wants us to pray audacious prayers because audacious prayers honor Him. Jesus promised, ask and it will be given to you. Ask and it will be given to you. You know, here's a, power, uh, a quote from Mark Batterson. He said, the greatest tragedy in life is the prayers that go unanswered simply because they go unasked. Not because it's not God's will for you and me. It's not because God is not able. We simply didn't ask. When I was starting out as a minister, I have faith to believe for salvation of students. But I don't have the faith to believe for financial breakthrough. Dati nung time ko, yung uso pa mga telepono nun, analog, black and white, audio lang, tsaka text. Okay? Nagta-transition from pager. Okay? Yung mga millennials, din nyo na alam to, ano? Di nyo alam yung pager? Before cell phone? Pag magsisend ka ng message, gagamit ka ng operator. Tapos sasabihin mo sa operator, ang, mal- ang malupit nito pag nag-aaway kayo. Anong message nyo, sir? Sorry na. <laughs> Sinasabi mo sa operator, ang hirap na may third party, ano? Grabe, ganun yung panahon ng pager. <laughs> Pag nag-away kayo, sorry na. Yun lang ba, sir? Oo. <laughs> pager. Tapos, yung mga pastor nun, I mean, we have the faith to plant churches, we have the faith to share the gospel, we have the faith for Buddhists to be saved, for Muslims to be saved. But when it comes to providing for our family, like for a vacation for children, we don't have that faith. The tragedy in life is the prayers that go unanswered simply because they go and ask. Ask and you will receive. Second exhortation and promise from God, seek and you will find. Seek and you will Find. You know, there's a student who was praying one time in their house. Lord, please make San Juan the capital of the Philippines. After niya magpray, sabi nung, nung mami niya, Anak, bakit ka nagpipray niyan? Mami, yun ang sagot ko kanina sa exam. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's our attitude when it comes to prayer. We come to God expecting Him to agree with us rather than us agreeing with Him. We just go to God and present our requests, never asking Him if, Lord, is this your will? Lord, is this something you want for me? We just want Him to change the capital. Lord, this is what I've decided for me. This is what I want to happen. This is when I want it to happen. Bless it, Lord. Amen. That's our attitude sometimes. But you know, the Bible says, no. Jesus said, seek and you will find. What do we seek? Or who do we seek? In Psalm 34, verse 10, the the young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Not only that we are to seek God, but we are also to seek His kingdom. In Matthew 6, verse 33, But seek first 
the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things. The context, God was talking about their clothing, their drink, uh, their food. God said, I know your concerns. These are valid concerns. But sometimes we can be too focused on the concern that we miss out on a bigger plan and purpose of God for our lives. We can be so consumed with our concerns that we miss out on a bigger plan that God has for us. So God said, reverse. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things that you're thinking about, your future, your retirement, your marriage, your children, your business, your work, all these things will be added unto you. If you seek God first, you don't have to seek opportunity. Opportunity will seek you. If you seek God first, God will put you in a position where God can move and do more than what you could ask for or imagine. So God said, seek first the kingdom of God. Prayer is not just coming to God with our request and demanding Him to answer it. No, prayer is seeking God's will so we can know His will and surrender to His will. Because life is not about you and me, it's about Him. So God said, seek and you will find. And you, we will find this wisdom about our situation. We will find this goodness. We will find this grace. Everything that we need. Because you know, sometimes we don't know what we really need. How many of you realize that? Para tayo mga bata talaga That's why, no wonder God would always use the analogy of a father and son relationship. That's like my children. Sometimes they would ask me, kukulitin talaga, Daddy, please, bye, 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 bye. Tapos pag nabili mo na, one minute lang, di na nilalaro. Parang, akala ko gusto mo to. Eh, boring. Laging ganun. Parang, bye, bye, bye. Tapos, <laughs> Kala mo, kawawa eh, no? Parang sama-sama akong tatay eh. Pero it's the same thing, you know? The same way with us. Sometimes we go to God, God, hindi ko na alam ko anong paano mangyayari, paano mabubuhay pag dito nangyari. Hindi naman nangyari, buhay ka pa rin. So, we have to seek God. And we will find this good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, I like that promise of God and said, and He will not withhold good things from you. Sometimes we fear God's will. Dati, nung single pa kami, pag magpipray, okay, nakakatakot yata magpray, Lord. Kung sinong gusto mo sa akin, yun ang gusto ko. Ay, ma- dati, na, may mga single natatakot, paano kung yung gusto sa akin ni Lord, hindi ko gusto? Paano kung godly siya? Pero hanggang gandun na lang. Ay, minsan may ganun tayong, baka si Lord, ganun, parang di kasi siya particular, heart lang lagi si Lord. Isa natatakot tayo sa will ni Lord. But you know, the Bible says, His will is good, is pleasing, and perfect. And all the married people say, Amen. Good, pleasing, perfect. God will not give you something that will harm you or lead you away from Him. Ay, nagpapalakas. Three points. Last thing, last exhortation and last promise. Knock and it will be opened to you. Knock and it will be opened to you. You know, the pastors were talking one time and we're just 
remembering some of the amazing things that happened this year. One of them is our campus ministry work in Santa Mesa now. Last year, we'd been praying because we'd been trying to reach the students uh, in the campuses in San Juan, but somehow there's a challenge of just uh, housing the, uh, the meeting here. Some of them cannot come. The students from Pinaglabanan, from Boni Serrano, it's just a challenge for them to uh, really pay their fare every week just to be here. So we want to bring the church and the ministry to where they are. We know it's God's will. And so we prayed for a place in Pinaglabanan area. The first place we got was a very small space. Parang yung kids room lang natin, dalawang bintana, mainit, walang electric fan, walang aircon. It can sit 80 people and for a few months, that's been our meeting place there. But Pastor Dave and our student leaders kept on knocking. Lord, give us a place. Yung may aircon. After that, we found a place. May nag-open yung San Juan Gymnasium. That can sit maybe 350 people. But the same. It's uh, mainit, walang aircon. Opens, open air, mahirap mag-communicate, nagsasalita ka, may tunog ng tricycle, maingay na mga bata. It's just, I mean, it's just so distracting. But somehow, God brought in 200, 250 students there for several months. And it's good also for, makikita mo talaga yung wisdom ni Lord. Ano? Kasi ginamit ni Lord John para pumayat si Pastor Dave. Takang pawisan siya, hindi pa nagsisimula yung service, basang-basa na eh. It went on for several months, so they kept on knocking, Lord, give us a place, give us a place. Not, not because we just want convenience, but we want to be able to reach all kinds of students. And we just know that this place, it's going to be challenging. Until last November, Pastor Dave talked to pa- uh, Francis and said, can we negotiate with SM? It seemed like there's an opening. Went there November, and guess what? After um, the meeting with the person in charge of leasing the cinema, Francis went back here. He was excited. He told us, he said, Guys, I met Christ. Weird naman ito. I met Christ and I believe he went ahead of us. We're going to lease uh, in SM Cinema. Pero hindi pa namin naintindihan yung I met Christ, no? Later on, we realized, ang pangalan pala ng leasing officer is Christ. This was an exchange of email. Dear Christ, thanks again for meeting with me last Monday. Please see attached letter of intent and I can send over to you the original copy if you need it. Best regards, Francis. Christ replied... For any clarifications, please feel free to contact the undersigned. Thank you very much and see you in our cinemas. Yours faithfully, Christ Castaneda. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Sabi ni Francis, Christ ba talaga pangalan mo? Hindi actually, Sir Christian. Kaya lang na-discover ko, pag Christ ang ginagamit ko, mas mabait kausap ang mga kantransaksyon ko. Sige, Christ. Okay na po. <laughs> So, lagi niya ginagamit, Christ. Amazing, right? Ang amazing nito, nagsiservice na tayo ngayon, and now we have around 400 students every Friday attending our youth service. I mean, amazing. 
Ang bonus pa to, every week, Christ is there. Making sure everything is okay. Amen? Knock and it will be opened to you. You know, here's a quote from Bill Trusher. There is a difference between a fleshly stubbornness and a godly perseverance. The former insists on getting one's will done in heaven and the latter determines to get God's will done on earth. Iba yung matigas ang ulo mo. Hindi nga yan ng gusto na yung Lord sa'yo, pero pinipilit mo. Hindi sabi ni Lord, knock. Hindi knock ang ginagawa mo, nagdadabog ka. But if you know it's God's will, and you're not yet seeing it come to pass, press on. God said, knock. Press on. Push. Alam niyo ba yung push? Pray until something happens. Japan. Just always pray at night. Knock. <laughs> Wala sa Bible yun, ano, naisip ko lang. But keep on that. You know, some people, after praying for weeks and months, hindi naman sinasagot ni Lord. They, they made the conclusion that it's not God's will for me. But God's delay doesn't mean God's denial. And sometimes God allows us to wait for a good reason. There's a reason why sometimes God allows us to go through challenges and difficulties like Pastor Dave and the student leaders. There is a reason for that. But don't take it as rejection. If you know it's God's will, if you know it's a promise from God, if you know you have a word from God, press on until you see it happen. Press on. And if God is letting you go through challenges, Trust God's character, not just His power. Trust the heart of God. There's a good reason. You know, one last story. I remember the first time I held my, uh, uh, our first child held in my hands as a newborn baby. Umiiyak siya, natatakot ako first time ko. Parang, baka makrush ko siya or something. Am I doing anything wrong? And, and I, I was, I don't know what to do. And the doctor told me, it's okay. Just let her cry. It's good for her lungs. That will help her to breathe properly. And you know, sometimes God allows us to cry for a good reason. We can trust that He is a good God. You know, as I end, uh, here's a picture of a movie, a gangster movie. I'm not recommending, I'm just using as an illustration The Godfather. Grab it all. Family of gangster. Bad. But you know, they are very devoted to their families. Very devoted. May family value. Sabi ng leader ng gangster, oh, na bayulente, umapatay. A man who does not spend time with his family is not a real man. Oof, may family values. But you know, the Bible says, you, even though you are evil. You're not perfect. You have shortcomings. You have selfish desires. But you know how to give good gifts to your children. Even if you're a gangster. It seemed like there's a desire for you to do good to your children. He said, how much more do you think your father in heaven? He is infinitely greater in every way. He is more generous than us. He is more loving than us. He is more gracious than us. He is more kind than us. He said, you have a heavenly father 
who will not withhold good things to you. Romans 8 verse 32. Romans 8 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? That's why every time we look at the cross, if you're doubting, Lord, sure ka ba sa pinapromise mo? God said, remember what Jesus did on the cross. If I have not withhold my son and gave him up for you, my most precious possession, what else do you think I will withhold from you? Job promotion? Business expansion? Good marriage? Obedient children? What else will I withhold from you? The confidence we have to pray and believe God to answer our prayer is what Christ has done for us on the cross. He did not only provided forgiveness for our sins and salvation for our soul, but He used that as an assurance for us. He said, if you have a need, I'm more than willing to answer. Amen? Let's all stand right now. Let's just pray. Father, we thank You for Your good news. We thank You for Your Word for us. Thank You for Your promise that if we ask, we will receive. That if we seek You, we will find You. And if we knock, the door will be open. Lord, teach us to pray. For some of us, Lord, we need to learn how to ask You with childlike faith. To base our prayers not on our ability to make things happen, but on your ability to make the impossible possible. Father God, restore that ability in us, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that we will be a people of faith, Lord. That we will be able to amaze you with great faith. Lord, for some of us, we need to learn to seek your will. We need to learn how to wait on you. We need to learn to surrender to your will and not insist our own will. Lord, teach us to do that. Lord, I pray, take away the fear in our hearts about your will and give us the confidence, Lord God, trusting that your will is good, pleasing, and perfect. That you will not give us what will harm us and you will not give us something that will lead us away from you. For some of us, Lord, we need to learn to persevere, to press on, to be persistent, and not to easily give up, Lord. God, teach us, Lord God, to knock, Lord, and not give up. Lord, maybe for some of us here, you're reminding us of promises and words we received from you, dreams that we already buried, Lord God, but you want to resurrect in our hearts. Father God, today, teach us, Lord, to fight, for your promises for our lives. Make us a people of prayer, Lord God. Not only because we have needs, but because we need you. So Lord God, I pray for every one of us here, Lord God, as we pray, I pray we will know you better, Lord God. That you will do something in our hearts, that you will accomplish so much more than just meeting our needs at the moment. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for growing our knowledge of you and Lord God, growing us in our relationship with you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, 
please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcast.